0: Love Talk Radio.
1: sports you can follow me at mr. CJ sports you can follow the 110 nation at 110 nation glad to be here in the Carolina sports plus studio it's Wednesday night we are back on our home night uh, I'm very excited about tonight's show I got an opportunity um, thanks to the the lovely people at the real job that decide that uh, we don't need all the hours that we got, and they keep cutting and cutting. And for the last eight weeks, they have cut my hours. Um, even though about yesterday, as a whole, as a region, as an average, we've actually supposed to supposedly have gained um, 15 or five hours per store. That's not been the case at my store. So I took this opportunity today to take the uh, the oldest son to uh, Kings Island so got to spend all day in the sun riding roller coaster rides, um eating some food ice cream and uh, enjoying the day uh trying to drink some water because it was toasty 85 degrees not hot but toasty um so trying to catch up on some water um got a lot of things to jump into tonight Uh, But before we do that, let's go ahead and get Mario into the studio. Mario, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be here on this Wednesday night.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Before we jump into anything, one, let them know where they can find Carolina Sports Plus uh, physically, um, internet, and Facebook-wise.
0: Okay, okay, you can check us out at carolinaport dot com You can like us on facebook and instagram at caroline sports plus we got some good we got some good sales about to drop this weekend and uh we got shoe raffle tickets still available, so please check us out on social media at caroline sports plus
1: I want to uh First of all, thank, uh congratulate Luke. Um, a lot of you that listen to our show are not, is not going to know who Luke is. I'm sorry, I don't know the last his last name off the top of my head. He is part of our Race Chat Live slash the 110 Nation NASCAR pool, uh, which I've done for the guys. We're going to get Mario into it next year. So, Mario, you're going to have to learn a little bit of NASCAR. Oh, it's going to be part of our pool. Oh, um, and, oh I'll be on it. All right. and, and actually, starting June 5th, we will be publishing a six-week series. Taz has got uh, basically like an iRace simulating series that he is going to be actually running races on Thursday night. We'll be broadcasting those on Monday night, Nice, so there's no show. Mario, you are in one of those cars, and I think there are two Carolina Sports Plus cars out there in this 10-car field. So looking forward to seeing. Um, he asked, should he use SX as a based off the XRS R X series. Um asked to use his names. As I said just use your own names, use some of our names if you want. Be creative. Make it your own brand. Make it your own storyline. Let's let's see how many people kind of get uh, involved or get sucked into the storylines of what happens during the six-race series that he has, six-race season he has in season one. So looking forward to that, but uh, the 110 Nation uh, crew will be on cars out there, sponsored by the 110 Nation, Carolina Sports Plus. Uh, Bears bullish market and a whole bunch of other things so looking for that in a couple cont- uh, tribute cars to a couple people that have passed that have been part of the 110 nation Mike uh, Stats Paracone um, John Izzo um, so just a few people that uh, we're also paying tributes that will be uh, out there in those cars as well so looking forward to that but um, but I want to congratulate Luke. Um, we had an all-star weekend for NASCAR this last weekend, and it was a non-points race. What we went ahead and did is the highest finishing um, person. Um, One, a $25 gift card, which I got to drop it off tomorrow morning, and they got 10 raffle tickets for the Carolina Sports Plus Shoe Raffle, which is the second Friday in um, June. So congratulations to him. I'm um, looking forward to doing another giveaway we're working on getting uh, 110 Nation cups. There are $20 cups, raffle ticket, and some of the goodies that I came back from North Carolina with um, to be part of – This this giveaway we're going to try to do once a month as well. we got a bunch of goodies. Looking forward to about two weeks out of going back to North Carolina. Mario and myself actually are going to be cutting a couple promo videos. Looking forward to that to promote the shows, kind of throw those on Facebook, promoting it, trying to come up with some creative ideas to uh, um, kind of have fun with that and just have a couple fun videos that we get to throw out there to promote the show as well. Also... um, I had an opportunity Saturday to be out at the Day Air ballpark, watch my Dayton Dragons unfortunately lose. But Play Baseball, it was a packed house. I was very impressed. That is going to be part of the video um, of this week, uh, episode five of There's Only One Nation. For those that don't, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you go over and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, once a week, we uh, put out a video on Saturday called There's Only One Nation. It's basically the making, the building, and the branding of the 110 Nation. You guys got to get, get an I uh, kind of get an inside, behind behind-the-scenes look of us building and branding and making the 110 Nation. Things we do behind the scenes, putting the NASCAR pool together, Mario going to different sporting events in the Carolina Sports Plus, me going to different sporting events um, and putting stuff together and doing things. We'll have videos of us doing the promo stuff. Um, this week's video's got video of me um, doing the, uh, the, uh, the baseball game, and it's also got video of Mario at a boxing match. Tell um, so, uh, tell the uh, fans or the listeners out there how Saturday night went with uh, old Machete out there in um, the Carolina Sports Plus sponsored boxer.
0: Oh yes, yes he did his thing. He had a great he had a great fight.
1: He had a uh, KO in the first round.
0: So that was you know the KOs knockouts are always good you know. So yes. he got another fight coming up in June. You know we're gonna, we we're stepping up opponents. He's currently 3-0 and 0 as a professional. He's doing great things out of uh, Burgess and Boxing in uh, Spring Lake, North Carolina. So something to look forward to. You know, we sponsor him. And uh, he's a hard worker and does great things for the community. The community he's all, also in the military, so that's always a good uh, foundation. But uh, like I say, his fight is June. Is in June. And I uh, can't wait to see it. Hopefully we can go 4-0. Uh,
1: and 0. Be looking forward to that, and uh, looking for uh, forward to more behind the scenes stuff. I got a couple more games coming up, and as a matter of fact, I will next week's video I actually have a couple videos of me going to concerts. I have uh, a concert at the uh, Ohio Stadium where the Buckeyes play. I, I don't know if you know these people, um, but George Strait and Chris Stapleton um, Saturday night, and then actually next. Thursday night, whenever the first is. So yeah, next Thursday night, um, Dustin Lynch. They have a uh, the local country channel out here is their 34th uh, birthday, and got tickets to that. So got a couple events this week, and I got a baseball game on the second. Um, so it's going to be a busy week next week over the next uh, seven days. Um, so a lot of things going on. It's very exciting. Um, Taz has got some video out that uh, we'll be putting in there as well. Um, I've been doing the what I call the early, early drive. Um, I record myself going into work between 2 and 4 a.m. Um, I did a video morning, uh, Monday morning um, talking about Jimmy Butler and Grant Williams, which is something we're going to talk about tonight um i didn't do one the last two mornings but there's really not been big headlines the last couple mornings so i've not really had much to talk about um on the way in i'm hoping that i will come across something tonight so i can do my way in tomorrow morning it just gives me an opportunity in my 15-minute drive to talk for about five ten minutes um, while it's pretty dead, and I just have a bunch of things. That's all I do on my way in. Just sit there and think of a bunch of random things, off the wall stuff. So. And so I kind of just get to talk to myself out loud. So that's what I do on my rides in. Um, there was no show last night for the race chat live due to the All Star race and things coming up. Um, so there will not be any clips, uh, but there will. We will. I will um, do some clips of tonight's show. In other words, I will do five, 10-minute clips when we talk about different topics tonight. Break that up for those out there to kind of get small sample sizes of the show to lead them into hopefully catching the shows. And you guys can go to www.110NationSportsRadioNetwork.com and catch all our shows. It's also got links to all the different platforms you can catch the show. If it be YouTube, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, however you listen to your podcast uh, podcast, podcast. Um, it'll send you there. You can follow and catch your, our, our shows all on those different platforms. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, it has been very consistent. We got a good listening base. Now we just need to continue to grow it um, so we can continue to expand the company. We do. We are, are on Instagram. Um, I actually started an Instagram account for the 110 Nation about three weeks ago. I have not done anything with it. Um, the wife's trying to push me to learn the whole Instagram and the stories and stuff, even my personal one. I don't do a lot with it because I don't know a lot about the whole Instagram thing. Um, so, uh, between the wife and Mario, because Mario is really good with his Instagram, uh, I'm going to have to have them educate me, um, possibly get them signed mm-hmm. into the account so they can do things on there. Um, so, I'm just not very social media suave. It took a long time to learn the Facebook stuff. Um, I still have struggle with the whole Twitter stuff. So, uh, excuse me, But we are on there. But anyway we got a bunch of sports to talk about tonight. Um, I do want to go off script a little bit. I, I know I talked about the NBA stuff that we was going to talk about, uh, the Western Conference uh, Finals. Really, there's not none anymore. Really, there wasn't even a conference. There was the Denver Nuggets. Um, and we was going to talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but over the last week or two, there's been a, a – reoccurring event that I find to be very fascinating. I find it to be exactly what I was hoping these two leagues would provide, what these two leagues essentially would help do for the NFL. And I'm talking about the XFL and the USFL, and more specifically right now because USFL is still playing. The XFL, um, we have seen a lot of players over the last couple weeks sign to the NFL from the XFL. Uh, May 17th, Elise Mack tied in, went to the Tennessee Titans. He played for the San Antonio uh, Brahmas. Uh, Willie Taylor, linebacker, um, signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars that was playing for Arlington Renegades. Daniel Willen, punter, um, signed with the Green Bay Packers from the D.C. Defenders. Um, Wide receiver Hakeem Butler went to the Steelers that was playing for the Battle Hawks. Um, Charles Rambo, wide receiver, went to Philadelphia, was playing for the Guardians. I can continue to go down this list of names that the XFL on one side of the coin, loss and is obviously going to hurt some of the quality of the XFL because now you're losing, obviously, NFL quality players that was playing in the XFL. But at the end of the day, this to me is what the XFL and the USFL was for. One, it gave us a bridge of football in between the NFL season. The NFL season ended, the XFL started. The XFL ended and it was wrapping up, the USFL started. Then by the time USFL wraps up, we're looking at OTAs, we're looking at preseason, we're looking at all those things getting ready for the NFL season, and we get to see players sign players that stand out. Mario, what's your thoughts about the uh, NFL kind of cherry picking players? Uh, but what's your uh, what's your what's your thoughts on this? Uh, I believe
0: uh, my thoughts are it's, it's kind of is is doing is doing its job, you know what I mean? You got you got people mm-hmm. that's, that's showing their talent on other leagues, being able to come to the NFL. And uh, show what they can do. You know me as far as getting invited to OCAs and training camps and things like that. That's a big, that's a big thing because you never know.
1: You can get a, you can get a your job ca- and get on a roster. Your Carolina Panthers have got, got some pickup players. They got Gary Jennings, wide receiver, yep. uh, <clears throat> out of the St. Louis Battle uh, Battle Hawks, and Jordan Thomas, tight end, mm-hmm. out of the uh, Orlando Guardians. So um, your your team yep. is obviously taking advantage of. Uh, be able to sign some of these top players out of the XFL. Um, I wish the USFL uh, would have a little more different rules. Um, I, it's one of the things I like about the XFL. They try they, they got different things. Because at the end of the day, I wanted some of these things to integrate into the NFL to help improve the flow of the game, the quality of the game, and at the end of the day, the excitement of the game. And there's some things about Mm -hmm. the XFL that I do like. Um, I I really love the whole two, three, and five-point conversion or how many-point conversions you get versus just the kicking the ball. Um, I I really wish that we would do something different. Just moving it back a few yards. Yes, the percentage of extra point guarantees have gone down, but I still want teams to kind of work for it more versus just kicking a ball and be done with it. Um, so I do like that with XFL. Um, there's a few things that the XFL does um, that I do like that I wish the NFL does adopt at some point or another. Um, the USFL kind of more reflects the NFL, and it's not going to say it's a bad thing. I just wish they would – change up a few things just to see how it, what works, what doesn't work. Um, you can always change it back or modify them. But at the end of the day, it, the NFL is watching this stuff to help improve their league. And I know some of these things the NFL will adopt and have been watching uh, when it comes to both leagues. Um, I know there's a couple quarterbacks. Uh, definitely the one that sticks out to me um, in the uh, USFL um, is uh, – not him. Um, I had his name pulled up, and it was he was so far down on the list. I was surprised because they have a lot of uh, a lot of quarterbacks in front of them that I kind of surprised me that they felt it was uh, the Birmingham quarterback. Um, oh, where did he go to? Blah blah blah. No. And he was not that far down. One of uh, these, they were talking about the other day, I was watching this game, they were talking about his eating schedule. He eats like six times a day um, mm. in phenomenal shape. He's got the, the quarter. I can't believe it's dry, I'm drawing a blank, with the long hair. They, they actually make fun of him. Alex McCo of the Birmingham Stallions um, has been playing phenomenal. I am I'm very impressed with his um uh, Um, His athleticism and his quarterback, four-year starter for the uh, uh, was was a four-year starter for the Panthers. Uh, Nine thousand yards, 65 touchdowns during his career. Uh, He's played with Houston, Seattle, and Jacksonville. He bounced around, but now it's playing phenomenal with the Birmingham Stallions. Now I don't know if that's more of a product of the quality, a product of. A lesser product in the USFL versus the NFL, uh, but I, w- I would like to definitely see him get another opportunity uh, of the NFL. I've been very impressed watching him out of the USFL. I know you got the opportunity a couple weeks ago to the, to watch the USFL, watching it firsthand. Um, what was your thoughts of the quality of it? Are, are these players? Some of these players, and it, it even applies to the XFL. Is this more about the lesser quality that some of them stick out, or? Are the players you, you've you gotten to watch, do you feel that some of these are NFL-quality players? Oh, yeah. As far as, as, far as watching it live, I, I, you can
0: definitely see that there is NFL talent out there as far as the speed of the game, the movement of the game, you know, the hitting of the game, passing. So everything's definitely there. So it's definitely a good league, definitely a good league mm-hmm. for uh, the NFL to pick players here and there. And Like I say, see, see what they can do in training camp and see if they can make an
1: NFL roster. What was the attendance like there?
0: Uh, it wasn't too full. It wasn't, really, it wasn't, it was halfway full. Less than half, I would say.
1: Was you surprised either way, surprised as many as was there, or surprised there wasn't more? Uh,
0: I was more surprised of uh, the attendance there. It
1: kind of caught gotcha. me off guard. Like, okay, okay. As I pay attention to that, I, just like I do with NASCAR game or NASCAR races, I was very impressed of how many people showed up this weekend at um, North Worksboro For those that are not necessarily NASCAR fans, North Worksboro is a track that hasn't have hasn't been raced on since '96 was the last year that they raced. Um, I wish that they would have brought this track back while I still lived in North Carolina. I lived there for uh, roughly 23 years or so um, and they just finally brought it back. I have passed the North, North Wilkesboro Speedway many many times in my, my lifetime of living in North Carolina um, and if they would have reopened it just like when they opened Rockingham. I went to uh, Rockingham and caught a race uh, the first first year first of the two years they came back to the Rock. Um, I wish they would have but I, I looked at the attendance. Every time I I go to the Day, Day Air Dare Park um, for the Dane Dragons, a high A affiliate of the Reds. I pay attention to the attendance one. I do catch the XFL and USFL. I try to pay attention to what attendance that they let you see. Now, obviously, they're not going to sit there and try to zoom in on how many seats are empty or full, you know. Um, So I try to, as, you know, the different angles, I try to pay attention to how full or not full they are. Just curiosity, see if these leagues are going to make it. I know the USFL tried it once before. And then it kind of went away, and then the XFL came, and it took off. I've, there was no doubt in my mind if COVID wouldn't hit, the XFL would be on a whole different level right now. But the uh, COVID hit, shut it down, and then it took the Rock buying it out and really rejuvenated it a couple years later to be worth even at again. And it seems like the USFL, this go round. Um, is doing much better as well um, than it, it was the first the first time they brought it back of uh, hey, what three four years ago. Um, so I'm just curious to what what the attendance looked like out there. Um, we got we got one conference finals in the book, and we'll, we'll talk about that first. Um, the Denver Nuggets uh, swept the Lakers, and it's funny. And, it, and it's extremely funny to me that, and, and I know you're a Jordan fan, so I, I know the the pushback I'm gonna get on this. Um, and I will note, I will note this before I even start. And I've had this whole conversation at work multiple times with two guys I work with. We talk sports all day long, mainly basketball right now, mm. um, but we talk current sports. So when the NFLs around, we talk the NFL. I am not a LeBron fan. I am a Cleveland Cavalier fan. There is very rarely any player that I stay being a a fan of. Now, if Nick Chubb is ever to leave and go to another team, I may or may not stay a Nick Chubb fan because I love me some Nick Chubb. Thank God he runs for the Cleveland Browns. But at the end of the day, I'm a Browns fan. I'm a Cavalier fan. I'm a Dane Dragon fan. I'm a Columbus Blue Jacket fan. So once you leave my team, I don't carry my fandom or my support for that player to another team. In other words, when LeBron went to Miami Heat, I was no longer a LeBron fan because he's no longer a Cleveland Cavalier. When he came back, then, yes, I was a fan of LeBron James because he was back to being a Cavalier. Now, he's a Laker. I'm not a LeBron fan because I'm not a Lakers fan. But with that being said, I think it's hysterical that all the Jordan supporters come out all of a sudden with the whole (laughs) sweep thing. Um, Because let me remind all these Jordan fans, not once, but twice, Jordan was swept in the first round. Not the conference, the first round. And then the the third year of that three-year stretch, they they lost 3-1. So they ultimately Almost got swept once And got swept two other times in the first three years So all those All those Jordan fans First of all that talk about the six rings I, I, I fall on the side of The fact that LeBron's went what ten times, won four So ultimately he's got four gold medals Six silver medals All jordan got is six, six Gold medals and that's it No no other medals um, so I, I would take taking ten medals over six medals. I don't understand why people fault Jor or LeBron for losing six times in the finals. At least he made it ten times. But that's here nor there. But when they also lead out lead off the fact that Jordan lost and was swept and twice in the first round and lost another. And a little, well, I'm gonna get on this three one sweep real quick. Then we're gonna I'm gonna let you talk. I don't know who created it, because I had to Google this. I did, it was brought up when I was talking to the guys, and then I saw it on a post, talking about Jordan, or I'm sorry, LeBron has either been swept or gentleman swept every year, every non-COVID season except, uh, since 2016. So I had to Google what a gentleman sweep was, because I had never heard that terminology before. Do you know what a, a gentleman sweep is, uh, Mario. Yeah, uh, uh, three one. Oh, yeah, or four one now. It used to be three one. Then, yeah, now. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, five yeah. Four, four. Yeah, four. Four one now. Yeah. That is the stupidest terminology. There, there. You're, if you lose four to one, there is no part of sweep that should be that should not be a term. Because you're no longer sweet. sweep. I don't care what you put in front of it. It's no longer a sweep. To me, that has got to be the – I can't think of any term that might uh, – I can tell you one other term that, is, 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 that gets underneath my skin. Infinite. He's suspended for an infinite amount. Quit using the word infinite. That is not an actual term. That's not, not an actual length. Well, he's, he's, he's suspended for infinite. For infinite. That's, that's, that's not a time frame. That is basically you telling us that you're going to keep him suspended until the, all what he did is brushed underneath the rug and nobody cares no more. Then you're going to let him play back in the league or play him back on the teams. All that's telling me because you, you, you just want it to blow over. I hate the word infinite. Like, just mm-hmm. set a time frame. He, he's, he's suspended for 8 to 12 weeks or 6 to 8 months. Like, give us a time frame. Infinite is not a number. Just like gentlemen Sweep. There, there's no part of you. They win one game. I don't care if they play best of a hundred. If they only win one time, there's no sweep anywhere in that. I hate that. That, 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 yeah. just, that just. But anyway. Did you jump on the whole? LeBron got swept in the Western Conference Finals. Ooh there.
0: Now, did I? Did I want to see him? Did I want him see? Did I want to see LeBron win another ring? Now the answer to that is no. Okay. Now I understand.
1: <laughs> I
0: understand. He he is great. He is great. I'm not taking his greatness away. You know what I mean? Like like you said, I mm-hmm. am a Jordan fan and supporter. Right. But I don't take his greatness for granted. You know he's done great things for the NBA. He's done great things, great things outside of the NBA, besides the political part. But I think he's been staying away from that since mm-hmm. last year. You know what I mean? So, so we'll, yeah. we'll I'll give him a pass on that. But as far as his NBA stats and goat talk, I'm glad he got swept. That's just my opinion.
1: Now, and, as far as the – go ahead. I was going to say, the whole, the whole swept thing, one, I don't get into the whole go conversation because I think uh-huh. it's probably one of the most ridiculous arguments there is because the league is different. Yeah, yeah. Jordan was the greatest uh-huh. at his time. Then Kobe mm-hmm. came in there, and he was the greatest at that time, in between prime mm-hmm. Jordan and prime LeBron. LeBron took over. Mm-hmm. And I agree yeah. with what LeBron said when he kind of let us – want to think there's possible retirement, but then he came back and said, I'm still better 90% of the 90-95% yeah. uh, mm. of the league, which I'm not going to dispute that. Um, I, I no, feel that there's no, a good chance either. he is probably still at f- damn near 40 years old, 20 years in the league, he probably is better than 90% of the league out there. Uh, you uh, can yeah. also see in this year's playoffs, especially the finals, um The age is catching up with him. We we watched and we even talked about this on the show and the fact that Draymond Green and Steph Curry questioned and was confused by his playing style. Obviously, he knew his body couldn't handle the old playing style and had to change up how he was playing things. I don't think that Mm -hmm. necessarily cost him the finals mean, um, and he showed up in game the the game four. He what had forty points and rebounds, and I mean he put yeah, on yeah, a phenomenal yeah. game. Now most of that was the first half. I think he had damn near thirty of the mm-hmm. points in the first half. So so the second yeah. half was kind of sluggish. Um, yeah. But we also seen that Father Time has caught up with him, and I think mm-hmm. that's part of him throwing out. Maybe maybe not. Um, Do I think he retires? Probably not. I think he will play lesser, and they're going to have to bring a Kyrie Irving or somebody else in. Another top, I don't know, 50 player in the league right now or top 25 player in the league currently to help carry the load because LeBron, I think if he does continue forward, is going to – the time on the court is going to be less and less, and what he does physically is going to be less and less. Um, I, I can't see him playing and maintaining the minutes that he has even to include this year. Um, your thoughts on, before I talk about the Denver Nuggets, your thoughts on the yeah. Lakers, LeBron James. Do you think he's retiring? Do you think he was just frustrated? Um to someone like, I know there's been a lot of talks of Kyrie Irving. Um, I, I know mm-hmm. that the Lakers are trying to re-sign their two players, Reeves and the other guy, and I cannot, not that I could even pronounce it, but I can't remember his yeah. name. I know the other night, the, what game three was like the first so many shots, he, did, he didn't miss So he shot a three-pointer. Um, had a really mm-hmm. good uh, uh, Western Conference. Uh, what, what do you see with the Lakers and what the you know, end of the day, LeBron, what they're going to do, or what he's going to do.
0: I think I think LeBron was just more frustrated at the time of you know losing and getting swept. You know, with with a team that was kind of kicked here and there as far as the second half of the season. You know, you don't get you don't get the time, you don't get the time to rep to play to play with to play with the whole team. You know, what I mean, most times. One player gets traded, two players get traded at the most off of one team that goes to to the playoffs. But they had a whole shakeup when bringing in three to four players, you know, halfway through a season and trying to figure out what's going on. And then I think by his press conference was more just letting letting the Lakers know, letting GM know, letting the owner know. You know, what I mean, I'm ready to win. You know, I'm not here. I'm not here for conference finals you know, congratulations, you know, we made it this far, and hopefully we can get back, you know. He is into winning championships because that's what he's there for. So you can you can understand why he says the things that he says as far as retirement. But then on the mm-hmm. other end, as far as a Jordan, you know, uh, fan, he's played with a lot of talent. You understand what I'm saying? You can honestly say, he really has just from throughout his career, you know he play he's playing with some high level people on his team. So I think he comes back. I think they're gonna get Kyrie Irving, and then and then with Kyrie coming to two of the two the games, you know during the playoffs in the crowd, you know I heard I heard somebody say you know them them tickets are not on StubHub. You understand what I'm saying? You, you physically have to know somebody or talk to somebody to physically get them, them style of tickets there with the Lakers know that Kyrie Irving came to see game four, I think it's in the air. You know, I think LeBron, I think LeBron can, can pull his magic as far as getting what he wants, especially at the age where he's at, you know, the, the time where he can win right now is that because they're, they, they can win. You know I just you know we never seen we never seen a player of LeBron James you know play the style that he plays, the length that he's played, you know even though he sits out and whatnot, but I'm just talking about as far as his age, you know so you are you are looking at something great because you have to take care of your body to get this far, so you know people shouldn't take that for granted, but I think he comes back, I think they go for they have to get another top tier score. That can hold LeBron down, LeBron James down, so he can just pass, you know, and take breaks here and there. Because I, he can't handle, he can't handle the being the man, the offensive man to carry a team, just because he's gonna run out of gas. And we saw that in Game Four, you know, with him having thirty points and then coming thirty, thirty points in the first half, and then ending the game with ten. You know, what I mean, you can see that that right there speaks for itself.
1: You know, I'm glad you brought that up, because that, that's always an argument that's interesting to me. Because when people mm-hmm. talk about the players that LeBron has played with, everybody acts like Jordan played with a bunch of scrubs. I mean, Scotty oh, Pippen no, was no, not no, a bad no, player. No, oh,
0: no no, uh, no, 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 no. No, no, I'm just defending as far as I understand. No, he's not. One the thing, one thing you get, you get, you get kind of, like, situated with, the Bulls built, the Bulls, the GM. You know, they, they built they built Chicago. Now now Michael Jordan wasn't in the locker room telling me go get me Isaiah Thomas, go get me Charles Barkley, go get me Kevin Johnson, go get me you know what I mean, whoever whoever was. Didn't out they
1: there at the didn't time. they pursue Tony didn't they pursue Tony Kukoc? But yeah, didn't, who, uh, who coach uh who, who, who
0: coach was drafted by the Bulls. Who coach coach, coach, coach coach came from overseas. Anybody could have had Ku Coach at that time. So I mean that but I didn't. mean as far as that And then Jordan, them they didn't want him. They didn't they didn't want 'em on his thing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, as far as overall. You
1: know, everybody's gonna have their,
0: you know, opinions here and there, but it just it's just
1: you, you, you I just think didn't the hear, one that's the just, one that's funny to me is the Mm. the Cleveland Cavalier Championship eh, (laughs) because Even the Miami oh, yeah. team yeah. because my because Dwayne yeah. Wade was already there. So you brought Chris Bosh. You yeah. can say what you want to say about Chris Bosh. I don't think Chris Bosh was all that in a bag of chips. I, obviously, he was okay. a key piece of helping them win a championship, but to me it was more Wade, mm-hmm. LeBron, and then everybody else. And it was a combination, and nobody yeah. else was really a superstar. When he went to Cleveland, yeah. outside that you traded Andrew, uh, Kevin Love and Andrew Wiggins, which Wiggins – It's had his moments in the NBA, Um, so, yes, you upgraded and got Kevin Love. Kyrie Irving was already there. People are going to argue – well, not even going to argue. Nobody's going to claim J.R. Smith or Amon Shumpert um, was anything to brag about or uh, what's this? the Australian – oh, I can't think of his name.
0: Elgowskis.
1: Who? No,
0: I'm talking about the little – Oh the, short, guard oh, the
1: that, little one. Yeah, the point guard. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah, I can see his face, but I cannot think of his name to save my mm-hmm. life. And then he got greedy, went somewhere else, um, and is really not had yeah. a career anywhere else. Double T was already there. We traded off a couple of them yeah. first round. So, you know, people can say what they want outside of L.A., which you really the only big piece you brought in was A.D. Um, Most of those pieces on either team was, you know, the big pieces were already there outside of Kevin Love. Um, So, I mean, and to his defense, and I hate that he left Cleveland. I understood why he left Cleveland because Dan Gilbert Mm -hmm. wasn't putting no players around him. I hate how he waited Mm -hmm. until the very end of free agency to do it. Uh, but ultimately, he went to Miami because of the fact that Boston did the whole big three to stay, then that kind of forced everybody's hands to start doing it when you put Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen all together. Mm. That kind of for, started forcing people to do different things um, because mm. they, they put that, that team together. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I don't look less on gold states because they have – you know, had basically a big three. And, and even with the Kevin Durant thing, I understand why they won. You win got Kevin Durant. I'm not a fan of, you know, because of the Warriors, but I understand why they didn't. They only added one piece. The rest of the pieces they drafted. So everybody gets upset with Kevin Durant, his championships. He went to a team that was already pre-assembled. He was the only piece that got added. It wasn't like three other superstars joined the team. The team was already assembled. Mm-hmm. It was, they only added one piece yeah. to it. So, um, you know, you, people – on the narrative they want, they pick and choose how they feel, oh, yeah. what they see. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, and most it's funny to me uh, because you're a Cavalier fan. Okay, well, Golden State did this. Well, no, Golden State didn't do really anything different than you did. You added Kevin Love. They added Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant just happened to be the better the better piece. Um Chicago fans, well, LeBron did all this. Well, LeBron only really he went back to his original team and only added one piece. The rest of it was there and nobody would brag about J.R. Smith, who ended up going up the court the wrong way in the third year that they were in a championship. Um, Amon Schumpert, I, I can't even um Richard uh Richard Jefferson, like nobody nobody else on the team anybody would brag about or anything else. Um, it's not like, you know, he brought this whole And even, like I said, even with the Lakers, I mean, outside of A.D., there's no really other superstars on that team. Um, You just happen to have two of the top ten players and probably top five players in the entire league on the same team. Um, But at the end of the day, what good did it do them because now we're going to talk about the other team. Mm -hmm. Even though I feel the Denver Nuggets, I felt either team out of the West was better than either team out of the East. Uh, So even though the different ones, they are the better team, they don't really impress me. Um, And I I know that's bad to say when we just watched them sweep the Lakers. I don't know. It was just – it was just blah basketball. Like other than when Aaron Gordon and LeBron almost got into it, there was really – not that much excitement. There was one point, and I think game three or game four, that the Lakers came back, to the lead late, but that lasted very short, and then uh, Denver Nuggets took back over. Outside of that, it, just, it was just the game was played, and that was it. Like, there was no it – was, it was just like the Lakers would throw a punch, Denver Nuggets would throw a punch. Lakers would throw a punch, Denver Nuggets would throw a punch and a half. Lakers would throw another punch, Denver would throw a punch. Lakers would throw a punch, Denver might throw another point, uh, uh, a punch and a half. Now they're up by two points, and that's just kind of how it went through the whole game. They, they weren't dominant. They didn't, like, even the game that everybody made a big deal about with Nokovic in the first half, second half he was non-existent. So his energy was all used up in the first half, and they coasted through the second half of that game. Um, yes, they beat the Lakers and I think that they will be the NBA finals. Um, but it's not to me the traditional, like up until, up until the, uh, game four of the, uh, Boston Miami heat, Miami heat's been doing their thing. Like they are dominant. They are doing their thing. Um, now, I think game four, uh, the Boston and the Miami, I think Boston just wanted it more. I think Miami let up. Um, I know they didn't want to, but I think that – I'm not going to say so much let up. I just think Boston wanted it more. They didn't want to be sweet. They done got quoted saying, don't let us win one. Don't let us win one and mm-hmm. they went out and did everything they could do to win that one in hopes that that will build momentum, I don't think it will last. I would be surprised if Miami doesn't go into Boston and take game five and it be done. I don't think that I zero times out of 150 times, and now one of those times include LeBron James, no team has ever come back on a 3-0 deficit. I can't see Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler and seven undrafted players being that first first player, first team, to ever come back from a 3-0 deficit. Um, your mm-hmm. thoughts on, before we get into the Eastern Conference, your thoughts on the Denver Nuggets and what you've seen. Was you impressed? Do you feel, that maybe, maybe I'm wrong, did, was they more dominant? And I thought they were. I just, I just thought that... Both teams just kind of coasted, and they coasted better. Like that's just what I saw the games I watched.
0: I think, as far as I want, I want to say, I would say Denver is the overall deeper team. You know, as yeah. far as with shoot, because they they got they definitely got shooters. They they're they're one through five can shoot the three, you know, and then with Gordon, with Gordon, his physical defensive presence. Uh, KCP, which came from the Lakers, he, he's doing, he's uh-huh. doing his thing, and then they got a bench. You know, when when you can bring in when you can bring in three players off the bench that's still quality starters around the NBA on different teams. You know, that that plays a difference when you're going against other starters. So I, I would definitely say they're they're deeper. They're uh, as far as talent wise, they got they got good players. They got. They know they know their role. They got two defensive, I want to say studs. I, I would say good good players to guard the perimeter and down low, and they and they have a good bench. But overall, I do I do think that the winner of the the winner of the NBA the, the NBA finals champ, I think I think most likely will be Denver.
1: Um, yeah. Now out of the East. Up mm-hmm. until, up until uh, game four, I, that was what last last night, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Miami pretty much had this handled. Like I said, I I, I don't feel that. I, I guess lit up's not really the word. I just felt that Boston wanted it more. They didn't want to be swept. Like I said, they went mm-hmm. on record saying, "Just don't let us win one." As in, if you let us one, we're going to run the table. I don't see that yeah. happening. Couple big things out of this this uh, Eastern Conference Finals. One, the old Jimmy Butler Grant Williams uh, confrontation. Um, mm-hmm. I did a segment of the early early drive about it. I'm uh, talking about the fact that the Boston Celtics were up by nine points when that happened, and then. Um, I think the uh, mine heat end up winning one eleven one oh five end up winning like by six points. I think uh, Jimmy Butler had like seven like twenty seven points, while Grant Williams, who didn't even play in game one, only finished with nine or twelve points something very measly. Um, mm. I don't know if you saw the replay of it all, but Grant Williams basically hit a three pointer, talked smack all the way down the court. At that yeah. point, you watched Jimmy Butler kind of grin, shrug mm-hmm. it off, and then took over the game, and. Two things. A, yeah. One, I am old-fashioned. You you let your on the court performance do the talking for you. Mm-hmm. Don't run your yeah. mouth. Yeah. It, 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 let, yeah. Let what you do on the court. But also, if you're just a role player, you don't play game one. You you barely lucky to get double figures. You're not Jason Tatum or J Jay, Jalen Brown or Jalen Brown or even possibly Marcus Smart. Or I even give yeah. you maybe the old, ancient old Al Harford, maybe. And he did his little mm-hmm. timeout, little celebration thing, which should be be bothering it, mocking him as well. Um, you mm-hmm. don't talk smack. You don't talk smack to what could arguably be the best player in this year's playoffs and most definitely the player with the most heart in this year's playoffs, with playing with the biggest chip mm-hmm. on his shoulder. You don't talk smack to that player, like especially when you're nothing more than barely a role player on on the Boston mm-hmm. Celtics. That 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 stuff was crazy to me. The other the other thing that sticks out to me did you watch Game Three? Did you did you watch? Did you get a chance to watch Game Three?
0: Uh, yes, I did. Yes,
1: I did. So, I so you watched. I thought... mm-hmm. So you watch the Boston Celtics, all their starters, decide that they were going to sit down at the beginning of the fourth quarter and not play the rest of the game. Yeah. What yeah. team, what, what in their mind thought that, well, that's the fourth quarter, we're down by 30 points at home, we're going to give up mm-hmm. on our fans? I can understand you get to be about halfway through the fourth and you've not chipped away at the deficit that you say, you know what, yeah. we're going to preserve our energy for the next game because we mm-hmm. got one more chance at this and not be eliminated. But to just lay down and not even put an attempt into the fourth quarter, to me, that yeah. as fan. First of all, it's a slap in the face. Two, that's mm-hmm. just your team just saying, you know what, we're done with this. Like. Yeah. I was dumbfounded. I have never seen a team getting ready to go down 3 nothing, something that no team up to this point, 0 and 150, has ever came back from, and you're not even going to try.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I Not even come out. You know what I mean? Just fourth quarter, you know, and not even come out. If you could have You could have got a 15-0 run together real quick. You know what yeah. I mean? There are runs that happen, happen
1: in the NFL just like that, and mm-hmm. we watched Reggie Miller score nine points in like some odd seconds. Like it can happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> can so it them. blows my mind that there was not even an attempt. Like I said, I understand. Okay, there's seven minutes left. Let's just go ahead and pull everybody. We are not chipping away with the chipping away at this. Yeah, it was, let's just save our energy for Game Four and, and hope for the best. But you mm-hmm. at least got to make an attempt. You at least got to put an effort. All of a sudden, all it takes is one player to get hot. All it's got to take is Jason Tatum getting hot or Marcus Smart getting hot or or Jalen Brown getting hot. And things change and everything else. But no, you didn't even make an effort at all. Um, and that just blew my mind. Like, I, I just sat there and, are you serious? Like, this is how... There's a lot of things that the coach for the Boston Celtics
0: oh, yeah. has yeah.
1: done or not done that mm-hmm. I I didn't feel like the that whole thirty six points or whatever it was in the third quarter and the Boston Celtic coach didn't call time out. And everybody in such an uproar. Well one, it's easy being on a podcast or easy being mm. in the the NBA TNT booth or easy being in a chat room somewhere and second guess what's going on or, well, if I was coach yeah. this or the co- this coach would do that, you, you don't know what you would do and not do in that moment. You are not the person that was selected for that job. So it's easy in any profession at any time to second guess. And, and well, if I, you already know the outcome. So, yes, it's easy for you to say, well, I would have done it this way because, well, of course you were going to say that now because it's all played out and you know how it played out. In the moment, mm-hmm. you don't know how it's going to play out. And who says calling a timeout is going to change anything? Only thing is you can set up a play. Okay, and that's what everybody's – they at least got a play set up and got an easy or quick score. So you score two points. The other team scored – the Miami Heat scored like 36 points. That what, what, what two points made a difference? Not every time that somebody calls a timeout is an automatic bucket. It, the, the percentage is much better. And not every time does it change the momentum of the game. All it does is give get your players a minute to, who's to say that they didn't turn things around in that quarter. And you needed those timeouts later to complete a run to get back into the game. So mm-hmm. you could sit there and second question everything he did, but you're not in that position and the only reason you get to second question or second guess it is because it's already played out and you get to go back and say that because it's our the results have already happened. Um, and yeah. been a couple other things that have happened. Now I did notice the other night um, in Game Four, any time that the Miami Heat started to get a run, it started to look like they were going to get back in control of the game. He did call a timeout, um, so he mm-hmm. did take the the advice and it all personal and had made some changes. Good for him. Um, and, and yes, it. it I think it had an impact of the game, but like I said, at the end of the day, I think this game four was more about Boston just wanting it more. Not that the momentum necessarily changed or that Miami played bad. I just think that... Boston knew that this was a must win at home. They went out and did it with their job I, I, like i said i'd be shocked if we if they win game five and i don't expect them to come back and win the series if they happen to win two in a row that that's going to be the extent of it um, i don't see it going that far um, so it's crazy to me to um see these, these these players question a lot of things that he has done. Um, but that is one of them that I do question, is not making your players go out and at least put an effort into period four. Out of all the things that I've seen of this coach, and am I, and I and going to say that none of them are, would be questionable, I, the timeout could be questionable, I just – I don't want to be part of that whole group that, well, if I was coach or this coach, well, like I said, the only reason you're going to make that whole statement is because it happened. You you don't know. Now, if they would have came back and won the game, then nobody would have said those things. And and Marcus Mm -hmm. Smart would have hit that – that time uh, – the other game where they hit that uh, – didn't call that timeout when they are bringing it up, and Marcus Smart would have put that shot up a half a second earlier. They went to question them not calling a timeout and, and designed to play, the play that they – he said they were going to run anyway. That was the play anyway. It would just Marcus Smart took 30 – or a half a second too long to put the shot up that he actually made. Um, so there's a lot of things that could be questionable. I don't think they're questionable. But the whole – not making my team play the fourth quarter and at least put an effort in. That one that one doesn't say Yeah, Mm
0: mm-hmm. that I agree. Oh lord.
1: Um and Jimmy Butler. Oh my god. Jimmy Butler. Yes. Yeah. Playoff Jimmy. Yeah.
0: Who would have yeah. thought with
1: seven undrafted players
0: mm-hmm. that
1: and, and We say that, but I do want to kind of back up a second because you do have Kyle Lowry. It's not like you know. There, there's not a, not a former champion or a somewhat of a you know an, an NBA All-Star player on your team now. It's the back end of Lowry's yeah. career, and Bam, whatever his last name is, not some washed-up player. He's a good center. Mm. Um, everybody, and you got Kevin Love, who was a prior champion on that team. Um, so there is players on that team. Um, so. As impressive as it is, the seven champion or seven undrafted players, I think people get a little carried away with the, with with that statement because Kevin Love, even though it's the back end of his career, is still putting up some good numbers and is still playing good, um, and, and, and is a leader, a veteran leadership on that team, um, Kyle mm-hmm. I think Kyle Lowry, um, and so I. I, I As impressive as it is, I think people get a little too stuck on that stat. Now, I know the other night I was disappointed in one other thing, and that's Haslam. What was that? Haslam. Oh, yeah. He 20 20 years in the league, and here you are with Mm -hmm. a couple minutes left, and the fans are cheering for you. They want Mm. you to come out on the court and you just kind of – you just look like, I ain't going out there. Why – knowing this is it for you. And there might not be another opportunity that you're blowing out a team that you can get on the court. Why would you not appease your fan base and at least just get up and play at least one up and trip – one trip up and down the court? You're up by, like, 30 points. Mm. Like – all the fans wanted to do was just give you the recognition, the respect that they feel that you deserve for playing for one team and playing as long as you have and being part of their championship runs. And mm-hmm. you act like you couldn't be bothered to just take your warm-up suit off and go up the court, up and down the court for thirty seconds. I was not. What? I was not a big big fan of that. Yeah. Um, anything going on this week for you?
0: Uh, no, not this weekend. We got 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 a fair coming up soon. And uh but nothing this weekend. Supposed to be a little rainy. A little rainy this uh this weekend. It's kinda odd, it's kinda like rains every weekend for this whole year almost, you know. I stopped counting at one particular point. It was thirteen times we got rained on our sixteen weekends. I stopped counting after that.
1: <laughs> I haven't looked at this weather weekends weather. I hope to god it ain't raining here because the concert is in the Ohio State Buckeye Stadium. It's a huge concert. Oh. Big names and it would be horrible if it uh um, if it rains, at um, this point, I still don't know if the wife is getting to go to the concert or not. She's still recovering from surgery, um, and she is still r- real sore, hurting. Um, I might end up going, uh, meeting her brother up. He lives in Columbus, and meeting up with him and going, I'm not 100% sure. We still got a couple more days before we make that decision. Um, she don't mm-hmm. go to that one, which kind of sucks because she always wanted to see George Strait and then he retired never thought it was going to be able to she was ever going to be able to see him um which that was a name on my bucket list as well and then he comes out of retirement i get the tickets months ago and then the surgery possibly eliminates that happening um so i, I kind of feel bad for her, um but two big names so i'm very excited myself this weekend um uh, like i said i got another concert on june 1st hopefully if she don't get to go to this one um, the June first one, it's a local one. It's a smaller venue, not as much walking, no stairs, all that stuff, and gives her almost mm-hmm. a full another week to recover. And then, like I said, June second, I'll be back out of the ballpark to watch the Dane Dragons. So, and okay. then the weekend after weekend after that, I will be back in North Kackalacki. Um We'll get an opportunity yep. to do breakfast, do a couple promo videos, mm-hmm. um, game plan on some things. So, uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, but before we get things wrapped up, one, let them know where they can find Carolina Sports Plus, uh, physically, website, Facebook.
0: Okay. You can check us out. You can check us out online on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. You can catch us on the web at carolinasportsplus.com. we got a lot of good things coming on. We're about to drop our our sale this weekend. We still have our raffle going on. So definitely check us out on our social media pages and at CarolinaSportsPlus.com.
1: Um, don't forget, one, you can catch all the shows, our blogs, show schedules, videos, all over at www.the110NationSportsRadioNetwork.com. If you go over there, it takes you to, uh, it has links to all the different platforms we're on. So if you listen to podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, YouTube, whatever, there's a tab. All you do is click on it while you're over at that that particular platform, just follow it. Um, or you can just go to those platforms and just uh, in the search put the 110 Nation Sports. Uh, it'll take you to our shows. Follow us there. That way you get a notification all the time, every time our show comes on. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. I can't ask enough times because once we reach a certain amount of uh, subscribers, that helps us monetize that, which then helps to cover the costs. You guys don't want to have any idea how much it costs for us mm. to to run this entire network from the different platforms we're on, to the website, to the domains, to um, the raffles, to the gift cards, to the giveaways. I, I, I yeah, to the services that we got, phone service, internet, mm-hmm. to run all the stuff. Um, you're talking hundreds on top of hundreds of dollars every single month to do this, um, and for years, there's only been about a two-year stretch that we had actual money coming in at the beginning. Um, so for about 10 of the years, it's been all out of pocket. Um, so help us out, subscribe to help us be able to monetize, to help lower the cost, and then also be able to expand, um, to get better programs, to upgrade different things, or have more giveaways. Um, we got a lot of things in the works, a lot of things we're putting together. This will only help us be able to do it, do it better, and do it more. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at the 110 Nation Sports, on Twitter at 110 Nation, and like I said, we are on um Instagram. It's uh the one ten nation. Um I'm trying to actually look to see exactly it's how it's listed on there. Um <laughs> The underscore one ten underscore nation for those that want to follow us over there. I've not followed anybody. I have no followers at this point. Like I said, i Created like two or three weeks ago when I have not had time to do anything with it. Um, So, we are going to work on building that following as well. So, be one of the first to go over there and follow us as well. Uh, Race Chat Live will be back Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Looking forward to hear them recap this weekend's coca-cola 600 the longest race of the season the most patriotic race of the season i cannot tell you how many times i have had the pleasure and opportunity to go to the coca-cola 600 one of my favorite weekends wish i was in north carolina for this weekend to go see that race um i think i did it maybe once as media but i have gone as a fan Um, probably at least a handful of times as obviously being in North Carolina and it being about an hour and a half or so up the road it was my most traveled because it was the closest track um, phenomenal facility. Great, great activities going on. A lot of patriotism and everything else. Make sure you guys catch race chat live Tuesday night. And talk about that. And of course, Mario and myself will be back in the studio next Wednesday night. I'm um, talking, wrapping up the Eastern conference finals. And at that point, hopefully talking some NBA finals, I'm um, talking some probably going to be at that point in time, USFL baseball and getting ready for the NFL. Um, you guys have a great week, and until next time.
0: With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky
1: just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?